on this edition of Lake Rising. I'm Rocky DeStefano, and we're going to begin this show with one central aim, to take a fresh look at Lake County and the Central Florida region, our possibilities, our leaders, our successes, and sometimes even our failures. And I'm Ryan Mazel, and we are going to meet face-to-face with locally-owned small businesses and share their stories. And I'm Sean Parks, and we will explore the built and natural environments that make Lake County and our region a special place on this planet. And I'm Larry King. The greatest things happening in Lake County are not anomalies. This county, this region, our community is on the rise. So today, much of our conversation is going to take a place around... Uh, our roads. roadways, yeah. Roads. And Sean's going to talk about roads building roads. That's right. Well, yeah, and this is an exciting topic. Believe me, I promise you. Oh, right. It's cement, it's concrete. Yeah, you're going you to have to commit It's going to be more than that. And I hope you listeners don't turn us off right now because it's going to be asphalt. It's not going to be stop signs, traffic signals, potholes. And potholes, uh, yeah. the day to day stuff. What we're going to talk about today, guys, is the future of transportation in our region, but specifically Lake County. Okay, so now talk about because I, I know the present. The what does present that mean? Always isn't great. Yes. <laughs> yes, the present isn't always great. We're always looking forward to what's going to be happening. Hey, I can remember Highway Twenty Seven and Fifty. There were two stop signs there, right? I know. Are we a little beyond that? We're beyond that. I remember when there was only one traffic signal on <laughs> Highway Fifty, and we're gonna we're gonna talk well beyond that. We're gonna talk. We're not gonna talk so much about the past. We know what some of the transportation problems are. And we know we've got to catch up, but we're, we're going to talk today, I, I hope, and I hope everybody's going to get excited about this, but autonomous vehicles and electric vehicles and new innovations in transportation. So, so Sean, I, I know San Francisco is, is, you know, the hub of autonomous vehicles or, or Phoenix or one of these big cities. How, how does Lake County fit into that? Sure. Yeah. And anytime you, and this is what's going to make it a little difficult, but anytime you put in Lake County with San Francisco in the same discussion, you know, it's, that's a, it's hard to do. Um, we're not like that. We're not like San Francisco and what they're doing and how advanced in some areas when it comes to autonomous vehicles that, that they are compared to us. But what, how it impacts, uh, what, how it affects us is, is this. Um, autonomous vehicles are coming. Even electric vehicles are coming. There's data to support that. And uh, what people need to know is how we're getting prepared in Lake County for autonomous vehicles how possible they are. There are some uh, very, uh, there are some realities and, and, and some things are closer than you think, but some, some things are a lot farther off than we think as well. So, well, and uh, you know, that's always my first question whenever I hear about autonomous cars, because, you know, I'm reading a lot about it. I'm seeing it on the news, mm-hmm. but it, you know, in reality, how far off is Lake County from autonomous cars? Well, I think let's, let's just start with what, um, what autonomous vehicles are in the different the levels there's actually levels of autonomous vehicles and how they're described um and 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 so you have a a level one which is or level zero which is actually pretty basic it's kind of like level zero is the 2004 ford sport track that i have that now my daughter drives okay there's no autonomous autonomy to that. Not at all. Not, as I mean, much as I like to convince very her. autonomous. I'm just saying. I mean, yes, yeah. she is very autonomous, but that vehicle is not autonomous at all. Is there a negative level? Because I think that's what my mother-in-law uh, is uh, <laughs> yeah. at the negative level. So. Yes, we can talk about negative level, levels too in drivers as well. We'll put maybe we can put a little special page on the <laughs> yeah. website for that. But maybe our favorite, not our, our 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 least favorite drivers. Is that possible? <laughs> yeah, that's possible. But <laughs> okay, do you le- have level one? Is this so? You have a level one, which is a driver. 
driver assistance level means basic functions. That's basically like cruise control, things that are done automatically by the car. By the car. Level two is there's more more advanced driver assistance systems for both steering and acceleration, deceleration, uh, information that about the road that could be delivered to the driver. Level three is drivers are um, are able to completely shift to to safety critical functions. The vehicle does that automatically. Now, um, so so this is when my daughter's driving and her new Subaru stops it. If she's correct, to yes, yes, and so exactly. And I, I have just bought a new vehicle. Yeah, and it's a Subaru, and so the eyesight has that. It's pretty amazing. Yes, yeah. yeah yep. So your Cadillac or your Subaru, your Fords, uh, they all they are at level two, level three now. Now, how does that work? Do, the, do you have to work off the white lines on the side of the road, or how do? They- yes, they do. They that's it, that's how they work, Larry. Um, and, and this is what I want uh, people to know about what we're doing in. Lake County, not just Lake County, but Central Florida as a whole, uh, because the striping and what it's made of and uh, how effect, it, it determines how effective it is. And is so, there something yeah. in the paint that when it goes it, on the road? It is. It's a it's a thermoplast strip, and it has to have, uh, without going into great detail, but there is a certain, uh, there is a, is a reflectivity that has to be in that thermoplast for the vehicles to be able to see this. And it, it's a lot brighter. And this you, is why you're seeing so many of our roadways being repainted more frequently now. Exactly, yes. And you're starting to see that around Lake County now. You're starting to see yeah. that new thermoplast that goes in. And it's not only thermoplast on the road, but it is uh, it is signage as well. And so in my Subaru, if I, if I steer off and it, the, the eyesight picks up that bright striping, it gives me a gentle nudge. It actually nudges my steering wheel. It turns it back into the lane. And, or it gives you, and it will give you a beeping noise as well, saying, "Hey, you're not paying attention." Now, there, isn't there a major cost here for the county to have to put out to put this new paint down? Well, that was that's a good question, and I was I was concerned about that. But most thermoplast striping now, the 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 pricing difference is uh, minimal, if if nothing at all, because they DOT wanted to go to the brighter reflectivity yeah, it's anyway. it's got other benefits in addition to and autonomous it's, And it's cars. something you have to replace anyhow, I understand. Yeah, thermoplast is happening, yeah, it wears out a lot, and we know we know where those locations are. Is this a new industry standard? It is going. It is a new industry standard. It okay. is, everybody is going in that direction. Uh, certain counties and communities still can choose the lower standard. Um, we are choosing the higher reflectivity uh, according to DOT, what Department of Transportation wants to do. Yeah, which is a good thing. I think we're we're seeing the future and we're trying to be part of it instead of running from it. Exactly. Now, now is, that a, is that a car that can drive through the drive-thru? Well, it can drive through a Chick-fil-A drive-thru for sure. Only and Chick-fil-A, though. I, yes. You know, I mean, they may it actually may do better than some of the customers because it won't be on its cell phone. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> yes. man. Yes. Well... And and, uh, and and what we do know that is changing transportation, and I don't want to describe to you level four and level five in just a second, but off on that, that uh, topic there, um, delivery and, 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 and systems and um, companies now are, are, there's a lot of Double growth yeah, yeah. in delivery, and so that's going to change transportation as well. But level four is fully autonomous, but with only in a certain uh, geospatial area, to be, not to get technical, now, you know, my daughter, uh, Reagan, she, I tell her that she actually drives a level four autonomous vehicle because, you know, she's restricted to stay within that region, but <laughs> she doesn't buy it. Yeah. So um, they are that is underway. Uh, as Ryan mentioned earlier, that's in San Francisco. There's a there's a place doing it now in Miami. Uh, Key, not Key Biscayne. I'm sorry. Coral Gables. And these and, are just smaller, you know, smaller pieces of a city. 
Yes. That, yeah. Where a vehicle will drive itself, whether right. you're in it or not. Level five is fully autonomous anywhere, any road. There's a reality to that. We, in my opinion, and from what the experts say, we are probably still 20 to 25, maybe 30 years off before that happens. Yeah, Thank but you goodness. think about that, you know, that's not a lot of time, honestly. Correct. I mean, you know, yes. it, it, it 20 years goes by, unfortunately, way too mm-hmm. quickly. So Now, and this is what I think there's a little bit of a business side to this. And uh, um, businesses are interested in this, especially logistics and transportation, because they're using autonomy at certain levels now for platooning of trucks, platooning mm-hmm. of vehicles as they're driving along the turnpike. They can get uh, vehicles quicker, more efficient, more uh, vehicles together in platoon uh, to mm-hmm. a to a place that they are uh, delivering and getting these goods. So the businesses are interested in it. We had a Future of Transportation Summit recently, the first of its kind held in Claremont this past October, and you, you would, you'd be surprised to know that out of the 150 people in the audience, we actually had trucking company representatives there because they wanted to learn more about what was coming down the road, no pun intended, <laughs> with Well, and I think that, that they're having, you know, one of, the, one of the biggest shortfalls as far as from, from a labor standpoint is there's not enough truck drivers. You see the signs everywhere. Everyone's yeah. looking for CDL drivers, CDL drivers. Just within Chick-fil-A, we estimate that there's between fifty to 75,000 too few truck drivers. <gasps> and they're saying that within the next four years, that would... You know that number will jump into hundreds of thousands. Is that correct? Trucks or drivers? It's it's, it's both. A, well, it's not trucks. It's it's just the dr- people that grow up and want to be truck drivers when they, you know, when they. So if I get my F one fifty, will that work? Well, I mean, it is a big truck, but oh. I think it's a little bit different. Okay. Now I want to I want to share with you too uh, a, a a story of where this is in place. If you don't believe me, you know, go see this for yourself. And I and I do get a lot of people that just don't think this thing is going to work and that we're not going in that direction. And see my hand. Yeah. (laughs) And and, and healthy skepticism. I understand. I didn't believe up until two years ago, I thought it was a lot of uh, hocus pocus myself, but you know, there's a place called Babcock ranch in Charlotte County. Now where there's an autonomous bus, it it picks up about uh, 12 to 16 kids every day. No bus driver. It's a little nerve wracking. It would honestly, but it delivers, I guess it drops the kids off. I don't know if I should use the word deliver, it drops the kids off <laughs> at their local school and then picks them up and takes them back to their bus stop. And so this is being done currently in 2019. I've and, seen it and myself. Have, and no, no mishaps so far. No mishaps. Yeah. No. And, and there's no driver. There's no person on the on the bus. There is no driver or person on the bus. Yeah. That would scare the bananas out of me. It, it's a little. Yes, it is. Well, I think that, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, maybe one knock is that people have heard the one or two instances where an autonomous car has crashed or, you know, but they're really, I mean, if you look at how many places are testing it, there hasn't been that many mishaps. Well, I think the big, the big question that, you know, I, I see, and and I'm a, I'm a pretty big proponent for this. I'm excited, I guess, as the uh, resident young guy here, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that. The big question is, are the people, around those vehicles that are not autonomous as you start to bring in more vehicles that are autonomous you start to have that interplay wow good uh, question that yeah. so what, that what is that yeah. what's that critical point where you know that'll shift and where all the vehicles are communicating together i know ford is um really pushing for that yeah i think um you know from what i know and i've, I've listened to some executives from ford and actually uh know a little bit about what cadillac is doing right now where the vehicles do talk to each other, they share information. You could be riding in a Cadillac right next to you and be another Cadillac. 
and the little computers inside of each, of each vehicle are talking to each other, sharing uh, safety information, <laughs> road conditions, and it's the it, it's a uh, I know, but it, are it's, they passing notes back and forth? <laughs> well, you know? Yes, yes, similar. Would you believe, like English class? Yes, that's yes, exactly. They could be talking about. Yeah. yeah, this uh, my driver just had a bad uh, lunch. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, I saw yeah. a movie once, and this is how it started, and yes. then the robots took over. I'm yes, just saying. <laughs> I know, I know, it's concerning, but it, it, and I, I'm, I'm a little concerned about the privacy side of that myself. Yeah. But they, you know, there's, there's data out there, um, and and it's obviously in how you use it, um, and, and and you know, I think the important part, the important thing to know is uh, certainly with, when it comes to safety information, you'd want the vehicles to be talking to each other. Well, and um, I think that, like, you know, that's a great question, Ryan, because I think that what you're almost worried about is are the people driving next to them going to freak out, you know, and cause some kind of, you know, in, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I know with our Subaru, they've they've kind of tried to think through every scenario. And so... In a situation where I'm not paying attention and I'm about to hit another car, it takes over. And what I mean by that is it doesn't matter if I slam on the brake or try to hit the gas. At the point where it's going in survival mode, it the, the computer basically disengages. The human. The, yeah, the human. Yes. Because yes. we're normally oh, the issue. I mean, yes. we're normally the issue. And so we, they actually, while we were test driving the Subaru, they actually took us going almost 30 miles an hour and let us see how it works yes and it's it's freaky and amazing in the exact same well you know i mean planes at this point are, are fairly automated yeah. uh for the most part take off landing everything yeah. is already automated Correct. in that and we, and we have no problem with that when you know they're mm-hmm. flying by the yeah. wire so yeah. um i'm excited to see where that goes and, and i'm really excited to see that lake county is as a part of that journey moving towards autonomy. Yeah, and and Ryan, uh, let me let me just share with you again, getting to what people need to know in Lake County and our Central Florida region about this. There is a road that's planned, a toll road that's planned, um, called the Orange Lake Parkway, Orange Lake Expressway, really is what it's going to be called. It's going to connect Highway 27 to the 429. It's a seven-mile stretch. This road will be very advanced in the, in the sense of how it's engineered for safety, autonomous vehicles, and use of right-of-way, using our right-of-ways for agricultural purposes at times, uh, meaning native plants. It could be actual uh, crops that are grown. Oh, wow. Um, hmm. But at the same time, perhaps uh, we have uh, some area allotted for solar to power lighting that's along the road. Or maybe Duke Energy needs to fulfill their portfolio requirement, could use part of the right-of-way for solar as well. Um, that's the, Those innovations you will see. It's not a matter of possibly those are happening you will see that this road is being designed that way i've had a very uh fortunate been very blessed to be a part of that since day one and so i'll tell you that's those are the kind of things we're looking at for not only um from uh from use of right-of-way standpoint but from safety there'll be a, a a location where you'll you can pull off to the road off the side of the road without getting out of the car have your tire pressure checked and your tire uh your um the tread uh, tested as well which is more important than the pressure at times exactly and it'll make a recommendation within seven seconds you know you need to go and 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 and, uh you know look out for this and get it changed now the 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 cost there is no cost i mean there's a cost of course i want to be very clear but that's those are we know that there's a public private partnership opportunity to fund those those features to this road do we have a timeline on that or is that still just in the talking yeah, stages that, that road is uh within five years of being constructed 
Wow. And so, now where is that again? You're saying it connects what road? Highway 27 uh, south, the Wellness Way area, to so the 429. Yeah. Yes. Are we talking like Lake Louisa? Yeah, uh, it'd be a little bit further south of Lake Louisa uh, State Park. Yes, on okay. the on obviously on the east side. Sean, so. Sean, let me ask you a question. Why is Lake County? Because you know, I, I don't know. I know that internally, us living here, we understand how many advances are coming out of Lake County. But for people that maybe are uninformed or or maybe surprised, why do you think Lake County is trying to really think ahead and be at the forefront of this? Excellent question, and I think what um, it's it's about planning. You know, when the freezes happened in the early '80s and the mid '80s, there was a lot of decisions made to uh, to restabilize the economy and change the economy in Lake County. But at times, most of the time at that time, during that period of time, planning was not uh, conducted right. at all or, or in a very good way. So we're, we're, um, we're, we've realized that. I think that, you know, look, we've got a thousand people a day moving to Florida. We want to have great businesses. We're trying to grow small business um, here. So we, we, you need to plan. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with planning and getting people engaged to be a part of the planning process is key to that. But... Uh, hey, I, I think it's that. I think that's why we do it. Hey, Sean, how how does the ride-sharing economy, how does that play in with the autonomous vehicles happening there? And, and I'm, I'm really excited that Uber is uh, really taking off in uh, the northern lake. And I know it's been in southern lake for a long time. Yes. But, yeah. So how, how does the ride-share economy play with these new uh, roads and, and autonomous vehicles for the well, future? Well, you know that um, ride-sharing is something that millennials are looking for, Generation Zers. Uh, my kids, I mean, my, I joke, I say, maybe you guys should just go and take, take the Uber, you know, and, and my wife's an Uber driver cause she drives three kids around now or yeah. two now, but, <laughs> but, but no, it, it pay, though. it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be critical because I, as what we hear is, is, and data is collected, um, on this is that more and more, uh, millennials, uh, generation Zers are going to prefer, especially the more urbanized environment to not even have a vehicle. They're going to do ride sharing or. Um, vehicle sharing, which is really kind of cool, where basically you order up a vehicle and it's in your driveway the next morning, and you're able to borrow it that day and then leave it somewhere for somebody else. Oh wow! So yeah. you're also seeing the advancements. Like I just read an article about our Sunrail, which has been honestly pretty successful, and I know that they have planned uh, to expand it. And then I just read the other day about a, a semi-high speed train from Orlando down to South Florida. So I think that these things are becoming realities in our in our region, and I think Lake County is really trying to be at the very forefront of it. Yeah, we are. Yes, we are. I think we see the connection to business. I think is there's there's a business aspect. There's a it's integral for business to have good transportation. You don't want to be in Lake County if gridlock if you're facing gridlock. You don't want to live in Lake County if you've got to work somewhere. Maybe maybe you work somewhere else, but it takes you too long to get there. Um, we have a system uh, we're geographically we're located in a great place with the turnpike and the 429 uh, all centrally located in the state of Florida we ha- we have to just make sure the network of roads that feed that that system support business 
and it supports quality of life. When you're at, when you're on the road and you're spending less time driving, you're more time with family. Now, you said earlier that there was a seminar in Lake County not long ago talking about transportation, and you mentioned the fact that there were trucking companies that were at this meeting. What kind of trucking companies were they? Are they like Amazon or large the over the big fleets or they are the uh, some of them are actually local locally based trucking companies um, that were very interested in the platooning aspect of uh, where of, so it could be like a local company like Carol Fulmer it, is very can very interested exactly in yeah. yes and in, in fact that was that was one uh, that was there yeah. exactly and and also I'd like to point out too that we also had some we also had students there um from from the local state college like like Sumter State College that were interested in um this this field as a um where it was going and how you service autonomous vehicles because being a mechanic for a vehicle from the 80s or 90s is probably much different than a mechanic for mm. autonomous so so there's a there's going to be a growth industry and we're going to need people that are going to be able to, to service these vehicles and know how to do it the right yeah, way. That's a really interesting thing, too, because I think for a long time you would think people that are really involved with computer technology are probably not gearheads in the traditional, you know, grease monkey kind yes. of idea. But the reality is a lot of our, our uh, future careers are going to be really intermingling a lot of things where you're very good with your hands, but you're also thinking in that very technical computer you know. I've actually worked with some mechanics that have, um, they really have a full understanding of a lot of the software protocols because they're so integrated into modern vehicles. I mean, you really do need to have a, a pretty broad depth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it, it's, it's really neat to see how as economies churn, you know, people are always a little wary, like, oh my goodness, or what are we going to do? I know Ford just... Uh, they really stopped producing cars and really just trucks at this time, but I know they're gearing up for the future economy. And as certain jobs um, fall out of favor, others will start to take their place. Yeah, yeah well, and, and, and Ryan, um, just something just I wanted to say that what you just said, um, these companies are gearing up. What what I tell people, again, uh, uh, skeptics, when it's, it's okay to be skeptical about this stuff, this is not a uh, a government thing that has you know a government mandate to be autonomous. The actual uh, private side, the uh, free enterprise, is is leading this because that's what Zers and millennials are thinking about. So well, they from it's a free also, market. I mean, they're also seeing the benefits, cost benefits to it. I mean, it's the numbers. Can, yeah, if yeah. you can platoon, you know, trucks and and only pay one driver or or no drivers. It just makes sense, and I, I think that's mm-hmm. what's going to drive this entire industry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, right now a good truck driver can easily earn six figures, and Absolutely. they can't find them, and they can't find them. They cannot so, find them. I so know. you know, it's kind of a, you know, it, it, it's a it's a, a a desire and a necessity at the same mm-hmm. point. So now, one thing I do also want to mention, and we talked about this, Larry, at that uh, Future of Transportation Summit, the first of its kind held in Lake County in o- this past October. We talked about uh, the way roads will be built, the surface of the road. We'll go yeah. back. This is where we will talk about potholes for just okay, a second. Okay, good. I, I want <laughs> yeah. to there, fill that in. There, 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 <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, there are um, just potholes. Our roads are, aren't the only ones that are bad, but... And we've been building roads this way for a long, long time with asphalt and a lime base. There are new surfaces out there, one of which was introduced at this future transportation summit in, in October. 
that uh, will if it is still experimental now, but um, and it, it's from a company right here in, in Florida in Lakeland, and the surface will the the base and its surface itself will uh, will more than double the life of a road, and it's much harder but is able to maintain the flexibility. It does what is not the crack. Cost? Is, is it wildly more expensive? The cost or? will right now it is more money because it's the first of its kind. Right. But what we hope happens, and this is it's going to save maintenance down the road. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Because with, with the road, you're, you're going to only get 20 to 25 years out of it. And before you really have to resurface it. And if you get 40 years out of this road with this new yep. surface, Make then it it's worth the cost, and as as you do it more, the cost of it comes down. As you goes know. to scale, it goes to scale. It's economy yep. of scale. So I'm I'm trying to get that to be a, a pilot project in Lake County where we can test the surface, and um, uh, it's I think we're going to be able to do it. I'm not sure, but. Well, I've got a new driveway that needs to be poured. We can test, Maybe it, we can, uh, <laughs> we can test it out there. I'm sorry, sir. You don't have enough traffic. <laughs> you need but, to have well, lots I mean, of traffic. He yeah. could. You don't know. I mean, yes. but what about because, you know, it seems to me that I, that I we talked about a road that was actually power generating, that it was actually built of solar sails. That, yeah, I yeah. Mean, you so, know anything about this, that. so this is way this is way out there. But, you know, recently I was able to participate in a discussion at Purdue University about uh, roads that um, go big 10 go big 10 yeah he's yeah. purdue i will remind you purdue did beat ohio state this year yeah. rock sorry i had to point that out but, <laughs> and um, how many teams beat florida state <laughs> a lot <It> was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by a lot too um the, what was discussed at this uh at this meeting was roads and it was presented to be to be by to me by a lot of people that were much smarter than me uh and 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 i believed them from what i saw uh, roads that uh, charge will be able to charge electric vehicles as they're driving. Wow, that technology the technology's yeah. there. Wow. Um, it, well, I mean that yeah. that takes away the biggest deterrent to having mm-hmm. an electric car is: am I going to run out of a charge right after forty miles? <laughs> the the ch- yes, <laughs> yeah. and and Larry, yeah. uh, I I I am still somewhat of a skeptic skeptic of electric vehicles, but I'm not as ex- I am not as skeptical as I was before because. The ranges now are getting up to yeah. 200 miles. There's yep. a, there's some that have two. They're working on one. Uh, obviously, Tesla has 300 and plus mile range ranges now. Yeah, for um, well, and if your if your car runs out of batteries, just you know change the double A's. You're good to go. Okay? <laughs> yes. 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 Well, you bring up something that uh, we have discussed uh, locally at least once, um, and I know some of the cities are right now about charging stations and the more charging stations you have uh at least in the short term from an economic aspect because people map the charging stations there's apps Mm. um you will get more business for instance if rocky you wanted a charging station as far as i know duke energy right now will put one at your place for free oh really you will get more traffic now who pays do you pay do you plug it in and use your credit card? Is That's that, the question is that, that we're answering right now, Larry, is, okay. uh, is, is who's going to pay for it? Uh, because yeah. Duke is required to do this, for instance. But what will probably happen is you will pay a charge uh, to uh, the municipality to or the county. Yeah. yeah and, There'll be a tax. Yeah. There'll be a tax. There could be a tax. <laughs> um, but, but, Larry, I will tell you this. If you're driving an electric vehicle, you do not pay gas tax, do you? No. No, and that's it. I'm saying who's yes. going to pay for that. Well, right, I, that's true. Yeah, I mean, there's a fair and equitable t- – I mean, you know, you have to pay some tax. You're still putting yeah. stress on the road. Yeah. So, yeah, you would you – would, uh, that's probably the way to make that a little more equitable. Yes. Well, this is, you know, honestly very, very exciting to hear about. And, honestly – I love when I hear stories about Lake County being at the forefront. And, you know, Ryan, you mentioned in, in, in a, uh, during another episode how, 
you know, we're kind of the minor Silicon Valley, you know, the Silicon Lake. But I love when we hear about our community trying to lead in these up-and-coming technologies. Again, this is Ryan, and we'll meet face-to-face with locally-owned small businesses and continue to share their stories. So stay tuned for next week. And thanks, everybody. This is Sean, and I would like to remind everybody, as a follow-up to the wonderful discussion today, that I'm going to post some articles on the website that I think you might want to read, some information, some maps. There'll be plenty of information about the future of transportation in Lake County as we continue to rise. And that website is lakerising.com. Thank you, Rocky. And you can see great things are happening in Lake County. They're not anomalies. This county, this region, our community is on the rise.